Hello and welcome to I Seen It. This is Don. With me as usual is Jordan. Jordan, how are you doing this evening? I am doing great because I respect the cock and I tame the cunt. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna get a weird. It's gonna be a weird one tonight. <laughs> We're gonna. I'm gonna have to bleep that out when I edit it. I don't think we could say oh. the c word. Really? Can I just say it in like uh in a, like an Australian or uh, a British voice where it doesn't Respect sound Respect the cock and tame the cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Tommy Tommy C gets to say it. Why can't it's I? It's Tom Cruise. Yeah, so I think he's just uh, overcompensating. I don't think he's got What if I'm the Tom Cruise of podcasters? <laughs> You're quietly judging everybody. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that that should be my new bit. I should just record all these while I'm running. Oh, that'll be a God, that'll be a tired, tired podcast. Nobody's <laughs> gonna listen to us. I'll tell you what, they're gonna be super fucking short. <laughs> <laughs> I can't top that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what have you seen lately? How about we talk about that instead? <laughs> well, uh, well, we've got a mutual one. We both finally saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Uh, you dropped a text saying that it had already uh, shown itself on Paramount Plus. So, yes. Uh, so, yeah, after your little text, my family watched it and we all enjoyed it. So, what did you think of it? Uh, I liked it a lot more than my four-year-old did. Aww. Uh, but he, he also enjoyed it. Um, I don't know. I liked it. I liked that we finally got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles where they were actually teenagers for once. Yes. They got to behave like it. They, you know, they didn't really win. <laughs> so that was kind of nice. Like they weren't just amazing fighters at this point. Yeah, I um, like that too. I there's a nice refreshing take on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that we hadn't and, seen before. And we got April O'Neil the same way. Um the only one I didn't care for how they did it was uh Master Splinter. He yeah. was just a dude who could kick ass, but he wasn't already. Or I don't I know what I was missing on that, but I, I, I missed like... the, the the old movies where he's you know the Dad who can't tell jokes. <laughs> I did, however, I really liked when he got to do his battle scene. It was basically a Jackie Chan movie. And it was Jackie Chan as well. <laughs> right. It was Jackie Chan doing the voice, but like the fighting style with him using the environment around him and, the, you know, little objects and everything else like we saw in like the 80s and 90s Jackie Chan movies. It was it was a legit fun fight to see. Yeah, I, I, I it we were talking about how you know it, you said at first that it was clearly inspired by uh, the Spider Verse uh, yep. animated movies, which is a good thing. Um, you kind of use book style animation, right? <laughs> uh, you use the word gritty to describe it. 
Yeah, it wasn't super crisp. It was it was it was nice. I still liked the aesthetic of it. It was it was very well done. It just wasn't I don't know, it wasn't refined and I liked it. <laughs> yeah. I I guess my minor quibble with it was it I mean it's it's a ninety minute movie. It goes fast. It's not the Spider Verse two and a half hours, but it was pretty much just like if you took Spider Verse and just super <laughs> sped up the action scenes because that's what it felt it felt like more of an action movie than um the character stuff we got from spider-verse so but i i liked it if you're going to if you're going to be inspired by something be inspired be inspired by spider-verse because of what they're doing so clearly they have a lot of love for what they do and i i would like to believe that seth rogan had <laughs> had good intentions with it so yeah and i mean you can tell it did it, it was done well and it was done you know with respect to the comic from a from you know the 80s and i mean the cartoon even so right i don't yeah. know i i really enjoyed it it's not as good as spider-verse but i mean not many are <laughs> no it's, it's a different but, it's yeah it, this one felt like it was more geared towards kids the Spider Verse was could have been for anybody. Uh, we all enjoyed it in our house. So yeah, both you and I shared the soundtrack with you, and you already were listening to it. So yeah, I was jamming out to that in the car the other day. Yeah, it's <laughs> can't believe they got Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross to do it. Well, they had done Soul as well, so it's not like the first time they had done uh, a kids movie. So, but I told you it's. It's fucking weird that Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails fame um, <laughs> is doing these big budget cartoon animated movies. So and doing the scores with them with Atticus Ross. So, like you said, he probably was a Turtle super fan. <laughs> I mean, he might have been a little older, but it's it's fine. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I. I I couldn't believe one of the things that really stood out to me was the amount of time they talked about killing and death. And I'm like, this is a PG movie and they reference it a lot. So fair yeah. warning. Yeah. <laughs> fair warning to anyone with little, little kids. Yeah. We're definitely not <laughs> used to that anymore. <laughs> yeah. We grew up with that. Right. Yeah. I would say for like smaller children probably would be a little bit scary with, um, with uh ice cubes uh militia his gang that he puts together those are they're scary they had some they had some energy they had some bad energy to them yeah and uh ice cubes character of the superfly was he was he had some he had some dark demons to him man <laughs> yeah um i didn't i couldn't get away from it that I'm so used to Bebop and Rocksteady being bad and with the shredder. Yeah. So them being a part of the of the turtle side, it was just like, okay, that's a little Yeah, that's I, one of the things that I remembered was like, you know, I was like, Mondo Gecko, he was never I don't remember him ever being a bad guy. So it's kind of weird to see him fighting against the turtle. And then it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> But yeah, I did anyways. like the uh, credit for Paul Rudd. They said in introducing Paul Rudd as 
Mondo Gecko. <laughs> that made me laugh. Yeah. No, the no, voice I, work is all great. Yeah, I yeah, I I mean I was going into it with high expectations. Uh, it had gotten pretty good reviews, so yeah, being able to say, yeah, it's a good movie, so go mm-hmm. see it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and it's uh, on Paramount, so it's cheap. Another one that just came out is No One Will Save You. And this one was, ooh, this is towards the top of my list for favorites of the year. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was great. Um, I don't want to give too many spoilers for it. So uh, I will just say watch it. Watch it in the dark. Watch it with the sound very loud. And um, yeah. Um <laughs> I, I don't I don't know how to describe it's a it's a home invasion movie okay. and it's an alien home invasion movie <laughs> and yeah it's the things that they was, do with it are fantastic the, is it a just, mind fuck is it just straight up no, gore is it it's not gory and it's not it's just straight up tense thriller okay uh caitlin i think her name's caitlin dever yeah uh, yeah yeah yeah. book smart fame and uh if you ever watched the series dope sick she was great she was a part of the tim allen uh tv show that's plays everywhere yeah so she she's fantastic in it and she's basically the only person in the movie so uh yeah she did a fantastic job with it um just watching how she interacts with other people uh compared to how she interacts with the aliens is a master class just the way that that character's written <laughs> uh the one oh. thing that i heard about this is that some people were saying that this was good enough that it shouldn't have been dropped to hulu like prey was do you agree yeah, with that absolutely i would have loved to have seen this in theaters okay yeah, that's uh, that's high praise. <laughs> yeah, and now that we're getting a physical release of Prey, maybe we can get a physical release of this. Fingers crossed on an audiovisual medium. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to uh, I'm going to watch this for October for uh, scary movies. So nice. I'm curious to see how you how you react to it because it, it's not for everybody. I understand. And once you see it, you'll realize what I'm talking about. But just the way that it builds tension is so well done. Well, I f- hopefully I feel better about it than uh, your recommendation of Barbarian. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe you didn't like Barbarian. I same way, just didn't. Uh, I thought about trying to watch those... it again, and I just said no. No, maybe it's one of those you got to be in the right mindset for it. <laughs> maybe like you just every... aren't in the right mood. <laughs> Sounds like every movie I watch. <laughs> I watched two new ones, which I'm very proud of. I've been wa- I've watched a few new ones. Uh, I watched Bottoms, the Rachel mm. Sinet dark comedy with a uh, Shiva Baby director, writer, co-producer, co-creator with Rachel uh, Emma oh, C- Siegelman. My handwriting was just getting a little squiggly. I'm getting old. Uh, this one was fucking all over the place. Uh, I think I used strong words with you with how I felt about this. Um, it is about 
uh, Rachel and her best friend. Uh, best friends are lesbians in high school, and they decide to start a fight club for women in school to, <laughs> on paper, teach women self-defense because the, mm. the Huntington football team uh, does their annual kill somebody at the homecoming game. So that's their front, but really they're trying to uh, find somebody to fuck. Oh. <laughs> and it gets... It goes... I had no idea where this one was going. Um, the best thing that I could think of to compare it to that I didn't think of until I read about it was Heathers. They said oh, this would yeah. be Heathers for a, for a new generation. So I don't want to say anything else about it, but the movie is graphic in every way, violence, language. I mean, it's got some good drama in it too, but yeah, it's... I can't wait to see what you think of it, because... Yeah, I, I really, 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 really like this movie. And I like Rachel Sinnett. Obviously, if you listen to the show, Bodies, 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 Shiva Baby. I think she's awesome. So, Yeah, uh, I've been excited to hear, to watch this for a few weeks now that I saw some discourse on Twitter about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's only like 90 minutes. It's not that long. It goes by really fast. So, okay. Definitely. Well, Bottoms. I, uh... I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait for it to come to streaming where I will watch it then. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I try, I try. I just don't get to the theater enough. It's, I wish I could get to the theater more. You have more. You have a closer option than I do. So, But yeah, I'm excited <laughs> to go see the creator in theaters. You made the joke that looks like a movie you don't have to see in the theater because you're tired of it. So, well, I'm just tired of every reviewer saying, "Go see it on the biggest screen possible," just to get us to go to the theater. We're going is, to the theater if the movie is good. So, would you rather have see it on the biggest screen possible or see it in 3D? I mean, I'm so glad the 3D wave is over. <laughs> I saw one movie ever in 3D and it was Jurassic Park and it was done so good. I Rachel and I had a had a fun time with the first Avatar cuz that was like the one that was actually made for it. It wasn't some something that was added on there, so that was a, an event something to see, but everything else that we've seen for 3D is pretty much uh, not oh. all of it is so so I mean, they <laughs> bottom of the barrel is like uh shit what is it resident evil 4 <laughs> it's so bad or like uh step up 3d was pretty bad for their 3d use <laughs> what about saw 3d oh god no that was bad too Hey, we just before we were coming on here, I told you that the news had break that the Writers Guild had agreed to the deal with the uh, AMPTP. I think I'm getting that wrong. The studios! <laughs> I the fucking man! <laughs> so, hopefully we're getting better to getting back to normal with our movies, so... Yeah, nine months from now, we'll have some decent movies. 
And Dune is still Dune oh, is still Dune. in March. I hope the no. I hope way when the uh, the actor strike finishes is that they move Dune back to Christmas. Wasn't it? Yeah, wasn't it supposed to be like a November flick? Yes, and then the dual strike Warner Brothers freaked out and moved it to the end of March. Oh. All right. Maybe Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise and your witchcraft. Well, should, since you just mentioned him, should we get to the main event here? Should we? That was a segue without me even trying. Wow, that might be the best one you've ever done. Wow, I think that's. I think I need to. That's it. No more segues. I'm done. <laughs> Fifty-four episodes, and there you go. You finally got Ooh. one. America, I am checking the fuck out. All Jordan, right. you can well, do this by yourself. send you up against the best. Yes, sir. You two characters are going to Top Gun. I feel the need. The need for speed. For five weeks, you're going to fly against the best fighter pilots in the world. You guys really are cowboys. I don't like you because you're unsafe. That's right. I am dangerous. The wild card flies by the seat of his pants. Yeah, I guess when I see something, I go right after it. It takes a lot more than just fancy flying. Gentlemen, this school is about combat. There are no points for second place. You figured it out yet? What's that? Who's the best pilot? No, I think I can figure that one out on my own. Tom Cruise, Kelly McGillis. Top Gun. <laughs> we are going to talk. We. Donnie's. Well, it's got to be a top three. Well, oh, he's all time. He's my favorite. Donnie's favorite actor of all time. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. And we Mr. can't Solsi. do his. 40-year career justice without talking his whole filmography. So we're yep. going to break this down. Uh, we're going to talk 80s and 90s today, and we'll be back with part two with the 2000s to present day. Yeah. Oh, without so. further ado, Donnie, <laughs> what is your relation to Tom Cruise? What was the first thing you saw, man? Well, it's probably Top Gun. Duh. Um, Duh. Yeah, that's pretty much the easy one. Uh, the kind of early stuff, uh, Rain Man, we'll, um, we were introduced to when we were young, which now it's like, oh, maybe not, but, you know, it's not so bad. It's just got some titties in it. Um, risky Business with my dad when he introduced me to the movie, and that's like one of the first sex things with uh, the opening of the movie. Um uh, Days of Thunder is probably on there too, because I was old enough to know what was, who it was, and what it was going to be. So Days of Thunder is still in my head, even though it's terrible. <laughs> it's still, still, it'll never, it'll never be totally bad. I enjoy Days of Thunder. 
Days of Thunder is it gets bad. It gets worse every time I tell you I watch Days of Thunder. It gets worse. Well, you watch it's it every all... year for the Daytona 500, don't you? Yes. Yep. My kids think I'm nuts. So <laughs> you, I um, mean, you are. <laughs> yes, that too. Um, but uh, we're being open and honest here. You haven't been able to watch all of these movies, so um, so you won't. You, how do we word this? <laughs> um, I I don't have much to say about. I can't obviously speak to movies that I haven't seen yet. So right. I will just rate them and say I really have no interest in seeing some of these. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I told you to watch Endless Love because it's fucking terrible. But it's only Tom Cruise is only in it for two minutes. Um, well, speaking of Endless Love, it's my number twelve. <laughs> well, of a the few 80s. weeks ago, it was my number twelve because I hadn't seen it. I don't like Brooke Shields, and Cruz is only in it for like a couple minutes, and he's pretty much just in like short, 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 short shorts. Um, I told you before we came on, it's almost like he was auditioning for another role, <laughs> where he just looked like a, a beefcake who was getting ready to go to like a playgirl shoot or something like that. So, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Endless Love is not a good, it's bad. It's re, it's awesomely bad. It's shockingly oh. creepy bad. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Brooke Shields was 15 when she made this and she had already starred in Pretty Baby, which was controversial with her and Susan Sarandon. She, she was, was 12 in that? 12 and she showed her Showed her top. Showed, took her. She had no top on in that. Uh, Blue Lagoon. She was naked. Uh, this one. Um, she's in sex scenes, but she's only 15, actually. And the guy, Martin Hewitt, if I got his name right, was 22. Jesus. Um, and the funny thing, the last thing I'll say, and I'll shut up about Endless Love. Do you remember the, the Romeo and Juliet from 1968 that you had to watch in school? At it, by no, any chance, I had to watch the Leonardo DiCaprio one like okay. six times. Well, Olivia Hussey is falling out of her top in the whole movie. She gets naked in the movie, but she was only like 14 or 15. So, this director, Franco Zifarelli, is a fucking pervert. Uh... <laughs> He's dead, so that's a good thing, but yeah, Finally. it's just. Oh, it's so so creepy, and it made money, which is uh, endless love did, which is just nuts. Mm. Mm -hmm. Like you weird. said, all the perverts. Yeah, the, the men are weird. Men are perverts, <laughs> especially men in fucking Hollywood. It's just men why? in general are weird. There's no reason for it, but uh. like you said, she's she's beautiful. She's fifteen years old, but she's fifteen years old, guys. Come on. Yeah. Yep, uh, you can stay clothed, please. Uh, all right. All right, so uh, we got that. Go. That was that my 12. Is that your 12? Wow, oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll go to another one that I haven't seen yet, and it's losing it. Um, yep. Again, just really no interest in seeing this thing yet. I'll find it eventually, and I'm sure I'll throw it on because I've watched fucking bigfoot versus zombies so i mean i will watch losing it eventually just haven't it's, gotten to it it almost uh, like I, i'm just gonna keep using it it's almost like he was auditioning for the next thing 
Uh, this was Cruz's first lead. Um, it's directed by Curtis Hansen, the great director, Ellie Confidential, Hand That Rocks the Cradle, Eight Mile. Uh, it stars Cougar from Top Gun. Um, I think it stars Shelley Long, if I'm thinking right, too. Uh, it's just... It's... It kind of, it pales in comparison to the other movies that are out there. It's that teenage, I'm really horny. It's, it's just, it's worth checking out once, and then that's it. So, okay. I mean, this this kind of kicks off his '83 year. He had four movies come out in '83. Yeah, he did. He's a busy, busy guy for being new to the scene. Jumped on the scene really quick. Yeah. Well. Yeah. All right. What's uh, your what's your ten? Is that is that your eleven as well? Yes. Sorry. All right. Uh, my ten is Taps. Again, just because I haven't seen it, I really don't want to see it. I know I've heard some good things about it, but uh, yeah, just again, not something that I'm thrilled to go out and watch. Well, my number ten, you probably won't like. Maybe you will. I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, I am not a fan of the Outsiders. Uh, I've seen both <laughs> versions of the movie, the original cut and then uh, Coppola's uh, redo. Uh, I just, I just don't fucking care. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. I, I don't like it. I don't know why it is. I just don't like it. I wish it would have been. Coppola. I wish it would have been more focused on you know the greasers as a whole, rather than just you know see thomas howell and um and ralph macchio yeah uh, (laughs) patrick swayze i i mean he's barely in it too but i don't know i wish it would have been more of the group dynamic rather than you know the story of the two kids running off after yeah you know after the fight but again like cruz was barely in this he probably had what two scenes yeah, he no, he had more than that. He was a part of the uh, of that greaser gang. He was that yeah, family, but he barely showed up. No, you know he wasn't. It. It's really a Patrick Swayze movie, or see yeah. see Thomas Howell. Yeah, for sure. Um. So yeah, that's your ten. My ten was Taps. My nine, uh, again, one that I should watch. I know I should watch. I'm sorry that I haven't. Is Legend. Oh, I love Legend. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. mine will probably upset you again. Uh, I am not a fan of all the right moves. Okay, uh, just feels generic. Uh, there's <laughs> scenes in it that I like. I-, I like Craig T. Nelson when he's a dickhead. He's uh, such a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Leia Thompson's really young in this. Cruz, I just may. It's been a long time since I've watched it, so maybe a rewatch is in order for that one. But I just never it didn't do anything for me. So, well, I got to enjoy this for the very first time back when I was plotting our greatest football movies of all time bracket. Oh, you just <laughs> watched it recently? Wow. I just watched it again recently. I've watched it twice in the last like seven months. 
Um, yeah, the most unbelievable part of this is Tom Cruise being a good white cornerback. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking five foot five trying to play corner and he sucks at it, but he gets to go play college ball. Bullshit. <laughs> Gotta get out of the town. Oh man, he's not good. I watched him. He doesn't he doesn't come out of the break ever. He never jumps a route. It's bad. It's if a he, bad if corner. He, how good would he be now if he did the movie? Would he be too old? Oh, he'd be bad again. We've watched him play uh dogfight football and it wasn't very good. <laughs> he's just not the right guy for football. I'm sorry. No, he's not. No, 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 no. He's not. No. Especially hey, that's why I don't pads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. When he's got his helmet off and he's crying in the locker room. Oh, the big old shoulder pads he's drowning in. <laughs> shoulder pads were massive back in the day. Yeah. I mean, back in the day, look at Randy Moss wearing those things. They were massive on that little dude. <laughs> yes. Now everyone wears is just. Nothing. Everyone's just light as a light as a, a feather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All uh, right. I will give you my number eight. Uh, it's the last one in this list that I haven't seen. Uh, again, I want to see it. I was should have watched it when I had the chance a month ago, and I put it off for side out. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have watched Born on the Fourth of July instead. <laughs> It's it's re- it's it's really good. It's really 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 heavy. Um, it's it's hard not to crack up when, and it's not the right thing to do when Tom Cruise is saying, "I got a penis." <laughs> uh, probably better than Platoon. Um, Ooh, yeah, I, I like Platoon though. So, um, this was before, um. This might be the last movie that Oliver Stone did before he went nuts with all the editing and different camera filters and everything. Because Bo- uh, not JFK preceded this, and JFK is so so fucking just a beautiful just mess. But yeah, I I definitely recommend Born on the Fourth of July. De- watch something happy after it, or go and do something happy because <laughs> it's. Cruz should have won for this, but he was up against Daniel Day-Lewis for my left foot, and yeah, there's just no chance, so. Ah. Uh, yeah. All right. So give me your eight. My eight? Um, yeah. I really, really hate this movie, but <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> but uh, my brother and his friends make fun of it so, so, so much and so well, so... Uh, cocktail is my number eight. Oh, um, <laughs> it's probably like the most cruise movie of the eighties is he's the best at everything with some kind of issues and he's got to be great at something. And he's great at <laughs> bottle flipping, <laughs> smiling, smiling. Uh, <laughs> God, it's just a terrible, <laughs> terrible. It's just fucking terrible. It's bad. And this movie made $200 million in 1988 money. It's just unbelievable. <laughs> and they don't make them like this anymore. So <laughs> it, it's just. I, I hate and love cocktail at the same time. 
<laughs> I could ne- I've never been able to. It definitely wasn't made for me, even though you think it would, because I'm a cruise freak and I love the '80s. But yeah, it's just, it's just too fucking much. But that uh, bottle flipping shit is awesome. <laughs> what do they call it? Uh, flare bartending. Yes. Yep. I mean, In this movie. Yeah. This movie gave us Kokomo, which fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the song Kokomo. <laughs> I think I hate the Beach Boys because of Uncle Jesse, Full House. (laughs) There's so much wrong with this movie, but yet it exists, Uh, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah. There's not much to say about Cocktail, is there? Elizabeth Shue is young and hot. Uh, Of age, I should say. Not young, of age, hot. (laughs) All right, fair enough. What's your eight? <laughs> uh, so that was born on the 4th of July was my eight. So seven by default had to be the outsiders because it's the worst of the ones that I've seen. Yep. Uh, yeah. Don't really need to touch on that anymore. <laughs> so what's your seven? My seven is taps uh, of all these movies coming after it. It's the perfect place for it. It's a, it's a great movie. Uh, we get young Tom Cruise, young Sean Penn, young Timothy Hutton. Uh, it's a story about um, these young cadets taking over their um, army school, their grad, their uh, West Point, something like that. And uh, yeah, it's. I don't want to say anything more because if you actually watch it, but yeah, it's 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 very good, very very good. Uh, better or worse than Small Soldiers? <laughs> sorry, sorry, toy soldiers. Oh, uh, <laughs> sorry, I confused the two. <laughs> one's got the Gorgonauts and one's got Sean Astin. <laughs> well, 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 well. Uh, toy soldiers has Andrew Divoff. That's automatic. I mean, you got Lou Gossett Jr., you've got Sean Astin, you've got Will Wheaton. They fucking shoot that kid. Yeah, yes. I think it's Will Wheaton it's, that gets fucking blown to bits. It's it's <laughs> diehard in a in a military school. Gets for what it is, it's fine. I haven't watched it in a long time, but uh, I, I liked it growing up. I like Sean Astin especially. Um, Taps, I'd say, is a better movie, different movie, more drama. Okay, okay. But if Taps had Andrew Devoff, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right so then that brings us to my number six which is then all the right moves again not great uh still Cruz is doing something at least in this um i don't know i like craig t nelson more than i like Cruz in this movie (laughs) yeah i'd say i'd agree with that yeah so isn't Pan in this movie as uh, one of his teammates yeah he's Yeah, he's a psychopath. <laughs> yeah, which he's good at. Yeah, shocking. Yeah, Not I know. The whole family. <laughs> uh, uh, well, my six is the one you haven't seen, and it's Legend. I love both versions of this movie. Uh, I hadn't been introduced to this movie until I started working at Hollywood, and mm-hmm. uh, a co-worker said, dude, you've never seen it? you got to watch it. So, watch the theatrical cut which was more that was the one that was out there 
Uh, Ridley Scott had the a test screening. Uh, he had the movie taken from him, and they cut 20, 30 minutes out of it. They took Jerry Goldsmith's score and gave Tangerine Dream. Um, through all of that, the movie is... The theatrical cut is a lot of fun. Uh, the director's cut, which puts everything back in, uh, and Jerry Goldsmith's score is a is a dark, uh, should have been masterpiece. Um, not so much for Cruz, but it's just everything that Ridley Scott is bringing to the movie. Because um, when Ridley Scott's on, I really, really, really like him. So, I'd tell you to watch both versions, probably the theatrical first, but that might turn you off. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, Tim Curry as um, Darkness? Holy goddamn fuck, he is... That's it. He's just, he's a man. Yeah, I love Tim Curry, so that's why I need to see it. I want to see it. I just haven't gotten to it yet. You want me on I that will. Wall. You need me on that. <laughs> I promise I will get to it. Okay. okay. Uh, well, that brings me to now my number five is Risky Business, and I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so boring and Cruz is not good and I don't know why everyone loves it. It's just meh. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Okay. Um, I got a lot to come after on that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'll have to come to it at a later point. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I disagree with you on risky business. So, Okay, um, fair enough. What's so your my five? five would be born on the fourth of July. Already talked about it. Fantastic, fantastic performance by Tom Cruise. You get um, Willem Dafoe. God, oh, uh, Tom Berenger's in this too. You get Frank Wally. I mean, it's got a lot of a lot of good actors. A lot of, it's just a good movie. Okay, fair enough. Uh, my four is cocktail because he just machismos himself through that whole fucking flick. That's a good he's way just, of putting that. He's just sex appeal the whole time. He can win over any lady with a smile. <laughs> I think that's every Tom Cruise movie in the eighties and nineties. Yeah. I, that was kind of the overarching theme of this whole bit. <laughs> There's two there's two rules to any Tom Cruise movie. One, the ladies want to fuck him. Two, yep. he's got to be running at some point. <laughs> he's got to be great at something with a daddy complex. Top yep. Gun, Color of... Well, not Color of Money. Um, Born on the Fourth of July, Rain Man. Risky yeah. business he's got. So, but yeah, Magnolia. <laughs> Magnolia's got a super dad <laughs> complex. Along yeah. with something so else. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my number four, which I will use the word machismo with it too, uh, is Color of Money, where he got to pair up with Mr. Paul Newman. And I love this movie. I saw this movie before The Hustler, so I had no idea what The Hustler was. Um, Cruz is phenomenal at playing the flake in this movie. <laughs> Um, just watching Paul Newman, just watching Paul Newman and Cruz get to bounce off of each other. You get the great, uh, Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio 
uh, in one of her early roles as uh, Vince's uh, girlfriend. And get a young John Turturro. You get Forrest Whitaker. Oh my god, this is... This was the movie that Scorsese got to do after After Hours kind of brought him back from uh, the King of Comedy uh, bombing. Uh, Last Temptation of Christ was getting in and out, couldn't make it. So he did After Hours 85, then he did Color of Money 86. It took off from there. So I don't think if it wasn't for those two movies, we probably wouldn't get Goodfellas, especially after hours. So I love Color Money. It's quotable. I always want a Balabushka, but I can't play fucking pool. <laughs> Maybe you could if you had a Balabushka. <laughs> it just automatically makes you. Yeah. Uh, I love ten times better, like PF Flyers. I love the shirt. <laughs> Um, the big Vince on uh, Cruz's work shirt. (laughs) Just everything. He's just so good at playing the flake. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, uh, yeah, we'll come back to that later. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, that brings us to my number three is Top Gun. Oh boy. Yeah. Pete Mitchell. Maverick, Maverick himself. This uh, this gets my third slot here. I know it's probably your one, just because it's it has it's to whatever. Be. But it has to be. I mean, by rule, just because of how many times you played it inside a Hollywood <laughs> video. Uh, but I mean, oh. this is this was his coming out party for me. Yes. Um, I mean, this is the one that put him on the map. This is Captain Machismo to the nth degree. <laughs> I mean, he's the cockiest son of a bitch you'll ever see in this movie. I love it. And if you really think about it, he's not the good guy in this movie. He's not the, at all. He's the bad guy. He's everything at anti-team. But we still love him. We still want to see him make it through. And, God damn it. And if Cougar didn't flake out, he would have never made it. <laughs> to Top Gun, absolutely, <laughs> and he'd still have the love of his life, Goose. Sure. <laughs> this is the quintessential Tom Cruise movie. This is the machismo. Everybody wants to fuck him, male and female. Um, <laughs> he's got to prove something. Uh, he's got to, in order to prove something, he has to get over the shadow of his father. I mean, that's if you <laughs> see a lot of. Usually the the really good cruise movies, that's where he's he's hitting his sweet spot. So yeah. Hmm. I love Top Gun. Yeah, it's hard not to. Just Tony Scott directed the living piss out of this movie. Yes. <laughs> he's so I, good. I love the when they were when I did I watched one of the makings of Top Gun and they they wanted to make a sequel directly after it. And Tony Scott's like, can't make a sequel. It's no, no. Jeez, and they're like, well, can we just use villain? <laughs> they're like, can't we, can't we just use extra footage that we have? And he goes, no, we used every piece <laughs> of footage that we could. Yeah, we edited the same... that thing so down to a T. There's no, there was nothing for a sequel. Tony Scott said, get away from me. I can't do only... it. 
they were only allowed to fire off one missile and they used that same scene like four times <laughs> when that that and um oh there's just so many little things that i've watched the movie so many times there's just little things that'll just start to bother me for whatever reason when they're at the like the end dog fight when they're when they're uh he's going right he's going right it's like why are you saying everything in echoes man just stop <sighs> you've clearly never been in a dog fight before never never <laughs> ever and merlin is great i love tim robbins but it should have been viper viper yeah. is the, the ultimate goddamn you should have so <laughs> Okay, so okay, so my three, my three is the one you didn't like, Risky Business. Yeah, this movie is just always hit on so many different kind of levels. It's a sex comedy for one. It's a fucking funny ass movie. Um, Weird. Tom Cruise did a sex comedy. Weird. <laughs> we had Bronson Pinchot. We got. Curtis Armstrong, we've got Rebecca De Mornay, we got Joey Pants. Woo. I think this movie just always works for me because it was the opposite of the teen sex comedies that were coming out. Uh I mean this one did turn into like an orgy different thing, but it was a this movie has turned into like the graduate for me. It's not a happy ending. Um Kind of like when you figure out that The Graduate isn't a happy ending sort of movie. It's just like, oh, okay, this is a little bit more adult than the other stuff that was coming out. So it doesn't hit you over the head with it. Um, yeah. And then uh, the thing that really just hits on the movie is, you know, it's just a story about brothers. And they never really got their chance to be brothers. And yeah, all this time has passed. Know existed. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the 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 scene at the um, when Ray is being questioned is heartbreaking, but it also feels real um, when he can't answer the questions about how much uh, how much candy bar is. Yeah, and he just keeps answering it, and Bruce finally says, "That's enough. That's enough. That's enough." So yeah, I love I love Rain Man. Uh, I wish Barry Levinson made more movies like that. It seemed like he fell off pretty quick. After that, so which is disappointing. Um, yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. It's 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 a classic for a reason, and it's uh, yeah. I, uh, again, I couldn't believe that I hadn't seen it, or maybe I just forgot that part because it didn't really matter to the story a whole lot, other than watching. No, it's just more of like it's the evolution of crews of character. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, this was this movie was Hans Zimmer's first American score, mm. uh, which is another little thing that you know, just grown with uh, Valeria Glino, great <laughs> actress. Um, we get I'm trying to think of who else is. Um, Goddamn, <laughs> I'm stuck. I can't think of anything else. I love this movie. Um, I can't wait to introduce it to my kids. So, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I have, uh, by process of elimination, I only have the color of money left. Uh, I didn't say a whole lot while you were talking about it because I wanted to do my own bit about it. Oh, God damn, I love it. Uh, I don't particularly like, you know, Cruz going in and out of his Boston accent. 
it's just don't do it if you can't do it is what right. i always say <laughs> uh don't just try to do it in some scenes and then completely forget about it in others <laughs> but uh i love i love the fucking movie just i almost love paul newman more than i like tom cruise in this but i mean yes just the just the absurd asshole that cruise gets to play the cocky brash just i'm better than you and i know it <laughs> i right. fucking love it um i like the twists and turns you know like anybody is like oh yeah well he's clearly just playing him for this and then it's gonna come back and it's you know it's gonna be whatever you know your run of the mill and then it's like oh nope there was the double turn there holy shit even right. better when he <laughs> when he gives him when they bring him the brave when they bring uh Fast Eddie, the envelope. Yep. You said I dumped. You know, yep. and, and you just see the look in Newman's face. It's just like you fucking, and he can't, he can't finish the tournament because he's so angry. But yep. then he gets to at the end of the movie where he says, "I'm back. I'm coming after mm-hmm. you. Everywhere you go, I'm gonna be there." <laughs> I, I I have the gift that I send to you sometimes where Bruce makes that trick shot when he's looking at the camera. Yeah. Oh, it's just that's the Scorsese <laughs> that I I fell in love with. He's going off so much in that movie with the the camera shots, the you know the way they introduced the the nine ball tournament. Oh, but he also is, he is dick swinging in this movie. He is just showing that he is the man, the director. The you know he knows that he's fucking good. He uses all of his tricks in this movie. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. It it might it might actually be my favorite Scorsese. That's a that's all right. I I love that movie too. It's what the fuck was he wearing? Yeah, there's no reason for it. I love that he does it. Uh, yeah, I yeah, it's definitely one of Scorsese's underlooked over underlooked sort of movies. So yeah, I yeah, <laughs> Color Money. It's a good one. All right, heap all your praises on Top Gun now. I've already done it. I'm good. Top Gun is my favorite movie. I've watched it way too much, so yeah. That's really all I gotta say. Listeners, I can't even tell you how many times I walked into Hollywood Video and knew Don was working just by whatever sound was playing from Top Gun on on the movie, on the screens in in the side of the store. It's like I knew it as soon as I walked in. I was like, "Oh, Don's here somewhere." <laughs> well, it's the ultimate movie to grow up with. It's an like a it's a hour and forty five minute music MTV music video. I could see why you know. I could see all the reasons why people don't like it. I don't. I'm not that. <laughs> Sorry. I used to oh. cry when Duke Goose died. Now my kids just make fun of me. You used to cry when Goose died. It was sad. It's not sad. But he shouldn't have died. Because that shouldn't have really... We've gotten into this shit before. You and Audrey have made fun of me so much for the Goose is dead shit. Yep. (laughs) All right. Well, that is all of the 80s. So let's get into the 90s, shall we? Boy, It's a weird one. Uh, (laughs) 
See, I, I don't say, agree. I think it's uh, just as powerful as his 80s and his 2000s. So, Ooh, I think it's a weird decade it, here. Okay. All right. All right. I'll start. Um, okay. I, we, Give me your we nine. May agree. We may agree on this one. Um, just because, so. <laughs> just because of the movies that are on the, you know, on this list where it falls far and away is number nine. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, uh, it's it's a silly movie. It's a it's long as shit for no reason. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> the last half hour, forty five minutes, is filmed in sixty five millimeter, seventy millimeter with the 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 run for the the land looks fucking awesome. Um, you told me the what the fuck with the ending, and I'm just like, it's <laughs> it's the Irish luck. We're bringing you back. Why does that sound no. Italian? I don't he, know, but he fucking we got not let that. rushed. <laughs> he's deader than dead, and then he's just like, I'm back, bitches. I'm alive. <laughs> uh, it doesn't it's... just doesn't make any sense. They're like they're just like, no, we can't make you be sad. We got to go home happy. Well, it's and, also got the Tom Cruise thing that we talked about. He's got to have something that all the ladies yeah. are in. And you made the joke about uh, where they peek on the yeah, underneath. She, she, the, Kidman can't help herself. She has to she's look just underneath see the, the fucking tin. <laughs> she has to see Dick. She's that huge Irish walk. <laughs> God. It was like three minutes after meeting this guy who was a, who wandered onto their property, and she's like, yep. "I gotta see that dick." Gotta see that dick. <laughs> I don't know. He's kind of creepy. He's Irish. And if you were like me and ever wondered why you don't see Cruz doing accents very often, <laughs> I mean, it's go watch good. Far and Away. It's it's not brutal. Good. Him doing an Irish accent. Yeah, Nicole Kidman's I remember wasn't very good either, but. She's a better actress than Cruz, but I don't think she could be very. I don't think it. I think the best scene probably in the movie, outside of the the gold rush, was um the the fight scenes. I oh, thought they sure. were brutal for a PG thirteen movie. Um, yeah, it's just everything about this movie should be epic, and it's just a goofy fucking movie. It's not good. It's just bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no! You're not. You're not <laughs> off. You're not. All right. Well, I might surprise you then, because my number eight is Eyes Wide Shut. Ooh, no. uh, uh, the, I mean, I had to laugh because Cruz loved being referred to as Doctor Bill. <laughs> He's just like, I'm a doctor, and you got to know it. Oh, I'm just meeting you? I'm a doctor. He says it 35 times in this movie. He's like, I'm a doctor. I'm I'm a doctor. <laughs> He's one of those people who needs that, you know, that assurance that everybody knows what he is and wants to fuck him. Because everybody in this movie, both sides, want to fuck Tom Cruise. Yeah, everybody wants to fuck Cruise. Everybody wants except, to fuck him. Except his wife, who wants to fuck somebody in the army. <laughs> I, Which, I, not, this movie doesn't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> I, I, I don't agree with that, but... The, the secret underground always... fucking sex. There was, there was this massive mansion of this huge sex orgy. And there was 
the tamest orgy I've ever seen portrayed in my life. There was like Dude, three people rubbing up. No idea how much this movie pissed people <laughs> off. There was because there was uh, go for Kubrick it. was actually showing as much as he could for the simulated sex, and then Kubrick died. And Warner Brothers went behind his back and edited it, so the digital stuff was against what his wishes because he wanted it unrated. If that's how it was going to be. So Warner Brothers fucked him, and then it wasn't until the DVD or a Blu-ray where they finally released the international cut in the United States where those digital figures were. So, yeah, this movie pissed a lot of people off. So There was like three or four people just writhing up against each other in this whole mansion of a sex orgy. It just... There was more graphic scenes between Kidman in her dream. Yeah, there was at this massive orgy. <laughs> the part that's always gets me going is how goddamn strong, how epic is the pot that they're smoking? This is almost instantaneous <laughs> that yeah. Nicole Kidman turns into this raving <laughs> bitch who is. <laughs> Or it was just going to open up and tell her husband, you know, I had this dream and I'm, I was going to fuck this guy. And it just. Well, did you hear this bullshit about they had Kate Blanchett do the voiceover work for that, for that girl under the mask in that scene? No. Nope. Uh, they said they needed a more softer, sensual voice. So yeah. they brought in uh, Kidman and Cruz both said we need. Blanchett to do this. So she just came in and did ADR work for the for the girl that they replaced because the the girl that was Maddie in the opening scene or the towards the beginning of the movie and the Yeah, the naked, naked broad. Yeah. So she was replaced at the party with a different girl playing the <laughs> same character. And then they just dubbed over her voice with Kate Blanchett. Sounds like my man Kubrick. <laughs> I love that his last movie that confused people has an ending that that ending is just so out of nowhere. We just need to fuck. Yeah. And then the movie's over. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, this movie was trash. So sorry. I don't agree with that, but to each (laughs) their opinion. So, and that's why we do this for our opinions. Back and forth. Yeah. So what's your eight? Eight. And I love this movie. Interview with a Vampire. Ooh. I love this movie. Cruz is a, it's my, a bad guy. It's my seven, so I'll just we can talk together. <laughs> okay. Uh, Interview with the Vampire. We get Cruz is a bad guy. Lestat. We get Brad Pitt as a Awful gay guy. Accent. A, <laughs> yes. Uh, Christian Slater as the interviewer. Um, Kirsten Dunst, forever 12 years old because of Cruz. Um, Ah, there's He's just the best actor in this whole movie. There's just something else going in this movie. It does not feel like a typical vampire movie. Oh, oh I hate this movie. I used to love it. But it's been a while I watched a bunch seen... of movies. <laughs> I still think the best scene is when when the people that uh Brad Pitt liked. I think the Kirsten, the mom, uh yeah. were killed and yep. he Freaks out with uh, the big <laughs> Sith or the Reaper, but it's uh, it's a really gay movie, and that's <laughs> I don't think you can say that. 
it's it's really gay. It's <laughs> but it's just Tom Cruise. It, he's trying, but it's just they should have had somebody else be the vampire. Miscast. <laughs> yes, he's trying to be a bad guy. He's trying to be. Yeah, it's just weird. So here, just a real quick recast here. Put Slater as Lestat and put Cruz as Brad Pitt's character. Okay. Better movie. Be interesting. It'd be uh, interesting. I give you that. I would say that. It would be interesting. <laughs> All right. Well, that was my seven. So what's your seven? The Firm. Ooh, no. I no. hard disagree. <laughs> it was hard. It's, these are not easy to line up, okay? Okay, these are not. <laughs> on any given day, these can be number one. I love The Firm. I'll just keep saying it. Um, the Firm is the first movie that I remember being big for the John Grisham uh, insanity. Uh just a real good thriller that feels real. Uh, Sidney Pollack um, with just how you think, you know, you think things are going to be great and how quickly they can go up and smoke and how these verbs, these corporations and all that have so much on us that we don't really know how much they have on us because they have everything. Uh, Wilford Brimley as a bad guy, love it. Tobin Bell as a hitman, love it. Uh, we get we get Holly Hunter, uh, we get Gary Busey, uh, the beautiful, talented Gene Triplehorn as Cruz's uh, love. I love the score by Dave Grusin. Sounds like this shouldn't be seven on your list. It's not that easy, guy. It's not that easy. <laughs> oh, all right, all right, fair enough. Well, we will return to the firm later. Uh, my number six is a three-hour epic. Uh, Magnolia fucking blows. I was so disappointed with this thing. <laughs> um, I just, I don't understand the point. It's three hours of this. I, I think it might have one of the greatest character entrances of all time with Cruz doing what I said at the intro of this. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the first, that's his first line in this whole movie. Yep. yep. That sets the, that sets the tone for what's coming. Yeah. Uh, I really, so was this, I, I, I don't know if you know the answer to this or not. Was this kind of one of the first, that would have a bunch of random stories going on that are, you know, at one point it all comes together and is all actually intertwined. Uh, like they did this with crash and like the, you know, all the mid, the early two thousands did this a whole bunch after Magnolia. So all Thomas Anderson, one of his favorite directors is Robert Altman. Robert Altman was really good with this type of movie. Uh, he had done it a few years earlier, a movie called shortcuts, which is okay. a really good movie. It's three hours, and it's the same goddamn thing, except with the ending that I will not reveal. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, Julianne Moore. God. Oh, uh, so I come many. in here. I give these things to you. Give her the worst fucking you... actress award right there. <laughs> She's I... so bad in this movie. I it. 
How don't to, you dare call t- me lady. I would tell of uh, the Cruise haters, if you think Tom Cruise can't act, watch him in the, the scene where he breaks down to Jason mm-hmm. Robard's uh, uh, bed. And yeah. where he's saying, you know, I, I fucking hate you, uh, all this. And then his hand, he puts his hands together and he's gone. Yeah. He loses his shit. That's his, just... his, his forehead vein gain game is very strong <laughs> in this, in this one. But I love it. He's, he's a dick up until that point through the whole movie. Uh, he's telling, he's telling Phil Parma, the great Phil Seymour Hoffman. Keep those fucking dogs away. If those dogs come near me, I'll fucking dropkick the dogs. <laughs> dropkick those fucking dogs. <laughs> oh my God. And <laughs> Phil Parma is so nice. He's just like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right. So I had gotten into a debate on Twitter about um, somebody who had mentioned Cruz's ass and if he had ever shown it before. And we couldn't recollect anything other than some tidy whities from here there i thought it was all the right moves no you still never saw ass he just he's always just covered okay um but this might be the first and only movie where he is massive prosthetic cock (laughs) (laughs) because geez uh (laughs) that whole scene (laughs) is just uncomfortable but when he's changing in front of her and trying to Right, have, like he's, think about... he's got this persona, and this woman, this journalist, has none of this. She's going, and she knows what's coming with him. And when she yeah. drops that information on him, he just—he has no yeah, idea but... what to do. He just doesn't say anything. He's think about all a... those people in Hollywood that got busted for doing all that fucking creepy shit, and then it's just yeah. like, oh, this is that. <laughs> this is happening. I, it's like you. It's like, why would you decide you were going to, you, you just went silent. He's like, well, I don't leave interviews. And yeah. now I you told got you I'd give you mindage. this hour. You got this whole hour. <laughs> I, this came at the right. I watched this now nah, what 2000 when it would have come out on video HSD DVD, uh, young, impressionable. It just hits at all the. I love John C. Riley, and um, his, whole, his whole arc makes no fucking sense. I love the <laughs> the Claudia Gator, and she the the ending of Magnolia, the actual ending where she smiles after he has told her, "I don't want to hear this anymore. If you want to be with me, be with me. I want to be with you." And then she just smiles, and it's just like, oh. So, do you want to do you want to kiss me? <laughs> yeah, I really want to kiss you. <laughs> it was dumb. <laughs> I love the soundtrack to this movie, but I will admit, if I'm listening to it, I feel like I could easily just go into a depression. Yeah, because yeah. So, I love Magnolia. I, I love Cruise of Hair. <laughs> That's definitely on the pro side of this whole Pulls movie. Back in the pony, yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> Seduce um, and destroy. <laughs> I do love that it's basically the whole cast of Boogie Nights back minus Marky Mark. Right, 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 right. So right. whoever they must have had a great time with PTA. And I told you they did this with Hard uh, Eight Sydney, where there was Philip Seymour Hoffman, Philip um, Baker Hall, Philip Baker Hall. Oh, yeah. there's a few others in there, but yeah, they just 
but it was only like up until Punch Drunk Love. Yeah. And then that was it. PTA went off and did his Kubrick run. So. Mm. All right. Well, that was my six. (laughs) Guessing that's going to be like one or two for you. Uh, It's up there. Yeah, it's (laughs) up there. Uh, Six for me is Top Car, a.k.a. Days of Thunder. (laughs) Uh, This is the lowest that I could put it. Uh, This is is the ultimate guilty pleasure. Uh, I think it might be the the character actors in this are better for watching the movie on repeats. And you get John C. Riley, Michael Rooker, Carrie Elways, Robert Duvall. They're so much better than Cruz. Yeah. It's just, but there's so much wrong with this movie. The continuity for one is bad. Um, wow. <laughs> but this also was, there's the, the actual behind the scenes information about this movie is more interesting than the movie because it destroyed so many careers and everything went so many different ways. I think uh, Bruckheimer and Simpson lost their Paramount deal after this movie. <laughs> oh, I, uh, I don't know. I'm going to talk love, about this movie movies. later. So <laughs> That's my six. That's your six. Unbelievable. I thought we would have at least come way closer on that. Than... Oh, Sorry. My mind is blown right now. <laughs> uh. Speaking of that, uh, my number five is showing me the money with Jerry Maguire. I, uh, I just don't really care for this. It's obviously not the worst on the list, but it's not the best. I don't, I mean, I like Cuba in this movie and that's about it. I don't like any of the, the rom-comness to it. I don't really care for Cruz at all in this movie. I I like the comedy of this better than the drama. The drama yeah. feels there's not enough comedy though. <laughs> right. And the comedy bits going back and forth between Todd Luiso, Tom Cruise, Cuba Gooding Jr., Tom There's so much comedy in this movie. It gets a little maudlin towards the end. Um it's saved by the Rod Tidwell <laughs> uh milk in the moment. <laughs> Um, the end where McGuire, you know, comes in thinking that he's going to have to talk like he does to save the moment. And Renee says, you had me at hello. It's like, God damn. But I have always been a Cameron Crowe mark. So that's another spot where it, it just, it works, even though there's parts of it that I don't, that don't necessarily work. So. Uh, I'd say the majority of it, but it's just me. <laughs> All right, Donnie, give me your five. My five. Uh, Eyes wide shut. Um, yeah, I think I've said a, a whole bunch about it. Uh, it's the movie that we lost Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman for two, two and a half years because of the um, perfectionist known as Stanley Kubrick. Um this movie it is just too close to home for the, what they were going through. <laughs> There's a lot of things going on in this movie, and I can see why people don't like it because it's not, it's definitely not a uh, franchise, uh, something different because everything was character stuff or drama. So, yeah, I think it was the first time he held a gun, too. 
Um, he didn't have one in Born on the Fourth of July, ever. Well, that's different. He's firing him. That's okay. Okay. Wow. Come on. So it's not very often he would hold a gun. Okay. And then that's all he does now. That's yeah. Yeah, you're people. Think you're right. <laughs> I have always liked this movie. I know there's the critics say that it's too complicated of a plot and. Is it though? I don't it's, think it is. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. You know, you get to Palma coming on. It's going to be a little heady. It's going to have you have to work for it a little bit. It's cool to see De Palma working in the studio sort of uh, structure. Um, yeah, I love the the back and forth between Jean Renault and Cruz and throwing Bing Rames and there as there as well. Uh, the absolutely unbelievable and still shocking Emilio Estevez death. Emilio! When he gets impaled. It's yeah. still, wait, what? Yeah, Emilio. don't turn this movie on and go make popcorn, otherwise you'll miss Emilio. <laughs> <laughs> He's not supposed to die? He had to go film Mighty Ducks, leave him alone. Mighty Ducks 3, <laughs> I think it would have been. Yeah, one of those. Yeah. Anyways, uh, for anybody that may be new to the show, go back into our catalog. We did a whole episode on Mission Impossible films. So if you want to hear us break it down real deep, we talk all the movies on a previous episode. So check it out. Good job, plugging Jordan. Good job. Thank you. I'm plugging my own shit. Oh, my number three uh, takes us back to 1992 with A Few Good Men. Oh, uh, I think Cruz is spectacular in this one. Um, he goes from swarmy, I know everything lawyer to, oh, fuck, I'm screwed to I fucking got him. <laughs> uh, the only thing that makes this three on my list and not higher is that Jack is on a whole is in a whole different fucking movie. Right. For for about two hours he's in a different movie. And then he gets his big courtroom scene. And now he's like, all right, he's present in the actual film now. <laughs> Cause whoo and I mean we get the, great Kiefer in this. <laughs> the cool thing with Jack in that movie is that even though he wasn't in it very much the courtroom stuff, he stayed for all the different angles that had to be shot. Really? So, yeah, he stayed and, you know, was a part of the, you know, the helping out and all that. So that's always, I think of it, that's why he's the best, because, you know, he's, he's a part of it. He likes being a part of it. So, so yeah. the only thing that I could even conjure up in my own little dumb head was that they must have filmed that courtroom scene first and then had to go back and film the rest of his shit. And he's like, what was my character again? Oh, yeah, this is what I'm doing for the rest of the movie. And it just did not line up. (laughs) The scene, the scene where he's, where Danny, Demi Moore and... Oh, God, I'm forgetting a fucking name. Sam, um, have to go down to Cuba to. Yeah. And uh, Nicholson does that whole thing. You got to ask me nicely. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's 
he just turns absolutely just he's a dick he's he, he's just a monster yep. you gotta ask me nicely it's like he, he said something about their faggoty white uniforms and you know i say yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how you do it tom cruise that's how you do it <laughs> but when this comes up on my list i'll i'll really point out who is my absolute stud in that movie no it's kevin bacon it's kevin bacon yeah of course it's not a secret (laughs) (laughs) i my favorite tom cruise freak out of all time is when kevin bacon you know is telling him telling him the truth as to what's going to happen in the bar and bruce is having none of it he is just he's pissed I thought it was going to be when he told him that he's not a good softball player. <laughs> That's what happened. Because <laughs> he says, your your boys are going down, Danny. And he, he goes, you know what, Jack? You're a lousy fucking softball player. <laughs> he doesn't have anything else. He knows he's fucked. Yep. Oh, so good. Oh, yeah, yeah, so this was actually, I got to sit down and watch this from start to finish for the very first time. Also, upon this little endeavor that we're doing here. I had seen the courtroom scene a dozen times. I had seen the drunk crew scene a million times. But I had never seen the whole thing before. Kiefer Sutherland is is like the greatest piece of shit lackey. (laughs) Yes, he is. (laughs) Um, JT Walsh is is JT Walsh in this, but he's kind of kind of like a tragic figure because he could have said more. He could have done more. Um, I love J.T. Walsh in this movie. Um, there's Kevin Pollack. That's the actor I was thinking of. There you go. Um, there's so many. Yeah. Demi Moore, this was probably her best role because of everybody that she got to act with. So. Okay. I, uh, I, don't, I don't know if I agree on that, but okay. Fair. Oh, are you going to say striptease? No, I liked her in G.I. Jane. I thought she was fun. That's not a bad movie. Yeah, she's, she acted her heart out in G.I. Jane. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> so, what's, your, what's your three? Uh, Jerry Maguire. Uh, yes. It's, yeah, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's a little pulp, it's a little pop culture kind of little nugget in 1996. Surrounded by all the damn independent movies that were nominated and all that. This was the year of Fargo. Um, everybody lost to the English patient. Um, sorry, I had to cough. Um, yeah, Renee Zellweger was not, has never been better in, it, in this. It's like the movie was made for her. Um, we got Jay Moore before he became more (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah i'm firing you jerry uh again again, cameron crow great with soundtracks that's a that's a given so yeah i love jerry mcguire okay well if you've been paying attention which i doubt you have been donnie my number two is days of thunder have been paying attention uh, it's so rewatchable uh, despite its flaws 
Yes. Uh, like I said, I'm watching it for Michael Rooker this time. Oh, now I'm going to watch it for Kerry Always this time. Nah, now I'm going to watch it for Duval. Uh, I'm pretty sure I owned a mellow yellow racing car. <laughs> I have one. Yeah, I'm I have pretty a little sure I had a dozen of them back in the day. <laughs> I had the I had the Hardy's car. Yeah, I had all of them. I had definitely had all of them. So, as like I said, as flawed as the movie is, I I love it still. So, it's it's it is the most rewatchable movie on this list. <laughs> It really is from the nineties. I mean, there's some of these are so long. I mean, Magnolia, Eyes Wide Shut, whatever. I mean, they're not good rewatches. The firm, it's fantastic. It's not great to rewatch. I'll sit down on a rainy day and throw Days of Thunder on and just fucking enjoy <laughs> myself for two hours. <laughs> oh, when Nicole Kidman had her curly red, gorgeous everything Australian <laughs> before she cut herself up years and years and years ago for plastic surgery. BMX, BMX bandits curly hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's uh, Michael Rooker. Great bad guy in this movie, but he's not the real bad guy. We get Carrie Elways as yes. the great douchebag draw driver. Um, yeah, better, this... better douchebag Elways performance. Uh, Days of Thunder or Twister? Days of Thunder, but they're both good. <laughs> he's he's a dick. He's such a prick in Twister. <laughs> he's such when... a good such a good prick. <laughs> he's just a wiener head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Carrie Always. He's a <laughs> when somebody gives Carrie Always a chance, he's just fun. He's just a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, Days of Thunder. I don't agree with the the watchability, the guilty pleasure part of it. Yeah. It's it's you, all hell. You literally rewatch it every year. <laughs> I do, and I get angrier and angrier <laughs> with the movie because it the flaws just get more and more. It's it's all the high def. I didn't see any of this shit until you know pictures started getting a little bit better, a little bit better, and it's just like, damn it! Just go uh, plug in your thirty-two inch tube TV, put in your VHS of Days of Thunder, and forget all that bullshit. I don't think I have it on VHS. I might have a recording of it somewhere, but yeah, I don't have it on VHS. Top well, Gun is the one I have everything. Well, I got you the the trucker hat from over the top for our one year anniversary. I think maybe I'm getting you Days of Thunder on VHS <laughs> for our two year anniversary. <laughs> if you promise to get weeks. me a Vince shirt. <laughs> Vince, I'm writing that down. Vince shirt. <laughs> I could have my my white all black with white. <laughs> do you want it to say Vince. Vince or do you want it to say Jordan? Because it'd be funnier if it was Vince. Vince. Yeah, I wanted <laughs> to say Vince. Thank you. That's it. It's just Vince. <laughs> yep. No explanation. Uh, I will wear it for every podcast we do. Oh, you should every movie that you go out, you should wear Vince. Yeah, every time I go to the theater. Oh <laughs> God, they're gonna hate me. It's that fucking Vince guy again, man. He's back. His <laughs> name's not even Vince. <laughs> oh, okay. My number two, two. Magnolia. Ooh. Yep. 
It's Magnolia is the reason why we got a 90-minute next movie for Paul Thomas Anderson because everyone was saying, your movie's too long, your movie's too long. So he said his next movie, he said his next movie's going to be 90 minutes and star Adam Sandler, and he did both of them. (laughs) Um, I... The only thing that sucks about this movie is that Tom Cruise did not win for Best Supporting Actor. It went to My Cocaine for the Cider House uh, uh, abortion rules. So that's always... This is Cruise's... This is Cruise on a different sort of level. He's doing different stuff. He's he's just a fucking rapist. <laughs> I, I will give... Cruises flowers for this though. This is he was the most entertaining character in this whole movie. I mean, every time he was on screen, I was captivated by what he was doing. Right. Uh, the I only mean, other one even possible contention was uh, uh, Hoffman, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Right. But he was just a one trick kind of, just that sad. <laughs> Except for when he was ordering the porno mags. <laughs> Which super odd at the time. Oh, I love that. I love. Do you have penthouse? Just... Do you have hustler? Do you have peanut butter? Do you want all that stuff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the one thing that I think of when watching this sometimes is how true to is this to cruise? Because we only see the squeaky queen, squeaky clean cruise. How much of this is cruise with that pompous? arrogant person oh i'm sure more than more than the alternative he's probably more you know 60 40 this character than he is (laughs) any other character right 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 all right Uh, my uh, what's your number one my number one is the firm uh i love i love Cruz in the firm i think that's what for how smart he is, he's the dumbest smart guy I've ever met. <laughs> like, how do you uh, how do you not realize that the lady at the beach is just setting you up? <laughs> you just hot, met man, her, and she's but she's into me. She's that hot, and she's just like, "Oh, thank you, you saved me. Please <laughs> fuck me." Oh my <laughs> you god, don't my think clothes that's fell off. <laughs> uh, um. I love Gene Hackman in this movie. It's just fucking great. He's different in this because he doesn't seem like he doesn't seem like the others at the at the firm. He seems right. like he's you know, he feels something about it. You know, remorse as um, to, you know, what's been going on. Yeah, um, we get um my god, we get Polly at the the end of the movie, the big gangster uh, reveal. Um, yeah, it's just very, very entertaining thriller. I apparently I lost all my notes that I had for the firm. So, no. um, yeah, just you like it. I liked it a lot. Uh, again, the first time I'd ever seen it was for this rewatchable, or for this this little uh, exercise we're doing here. Um, I, I liked that it didn't hide what it was. It was 20, 30 minutes in and it's like, nope, these guys are the bad guys. And this is what he's up against. 
Right. And it wasn't just like, it wasn't a two hour fucking shell game just to be like, oh, these guys really are bad. Like they fucking showed their colors right away. And he's just like, I got to take this thing down. Right. And the, the um, previews, the previews set it up that, you know, it's Cruz versus the firm. Obviously the title is giving it away. <laughs> um, sure. But yeah, I do like that too, where it doesn't take very long into the movie when shit starts to, but yeah, they didn't dick around with him being a good lawyer for a long time. And then they're just going to slowly work him into this bullshit. Like we just fast forwarded through all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. And uh, David yeah. Strathairn. I didn't mention him. David Strathairn yeah. is uh Cruz's brother. So yep. and he's which really good. Never. I don't think I've seen him without white hair. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> it was it was nice to see. I was just like, holy shit! All right, there he is. Uh, if you if you like David Strathairn, you should check out um, Dolores Claiborne with ooh, uh, yeah, great movie. Kathy Bates, Christopher Plummer, Jennifer Jason Lee. Yeah, really good movie. Yeah. Yeah, World, really good. go see it if you haven't. Dolores Claiborne. Uh, I also right. just like strung out Cruz because by the end of this, it looks like he hasn't slept in days. <laughs> He's been running so much. Oh, man. He's been running, running. I running. do think, I mean, massive spoiler. I, I can't believe that his wife decides to like, I'm going to get my hands dirty too. <laughs> but anyways, that's neither yeah. here nor there. Uh, yeah, but no, yeah, she's... <laughs> It just I kind of be a part of it. He's my man. He's my man. Right. My it's man. just like there's no way that this character would have done this. But anyways, I'm I'm glossing over that because the rest of it was so good. It's Burn. the it's the best courtroom of his little courtroom bit that he was doing here for like five movies. <laughs> well, my number one is a few good men. Yep. I think it is the best courtroom movie that he did of the couple of them. Um, the it's based off of a play. It, you know, the more you watch it, the more you start to see that it it does feel a little stagey yep. in some of its execution. Uh, the this is probably Rob Reiner's best movie, uh, and he didn't make a good one after this, which sucks. <laughs> um, the cast in this we've already talked about. Supporting cast is just unreal. And it's everybody a who's gets, who of Hollywood celebrities in 92. Right. He, <laughs> everybody gets their moment in this. I, um, <laughs> the dime when they're, you know, arrogant Cruz is um, practicing softball. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, I can't remember the guy's Doesn't name. Doesn't even hear the case and he's just pleading it out. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> It's you don't want him to go away for a dime bag of oregano, would you? It's like, yeah, I haven't even opened the case file yet. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and I know everything about this. And yeah, Demi Moore does it. Yeah, I love A Few Good Men is a lot of fun. Just with the firm, great, great sort of thriller. Um a lot of uh, a lot of freakouts in the few good men. <laughs> uh we get drunk crews. Yep. Um, yeah, it's, it's just a lot of fun. And Jack being Jack. <laughs> yeah. Jack was on a whole nother fucking planet for most of this movie though. Yeah, probably everyone just bowed down like, holy shit. This is not Jack Nicholson. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, out of all, all right. the stuff that, 
So out of all the stuff that we've talked about, is there one that you want to turn around and watch right now? Because I have um, one. So. I think if I had to pick one on this whole list to go watch right now, yeah. Oh, it would. Uh, it's gonna be dumb, but I'm probably gonna say Top Gun. Okay. <laughs> it's the most. It's like it's one of. I've seen it so many times. I can just listen, and I know what's going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's de- it's definitely one of the better background movies. Um. I want to just I'm debating between wanting to see a few good men or the firm. Hmm. Interesting. That's, yeah. Yeah. So a lot of color mm. money's on there too and all that. So yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, coming soon, uh, after we get all of our you know, Halloween anniversary stuff out of the way, part two should be dropping on, November 2nd is my plan. So this, yeah. Putting a hard date out there. Ooh, good luck. Yeah, the first time I've done that. So, yeah. Now you're going to have to hold you to it. I know. It's it's set <laughs> that way, so I can't really go against it. But, yeah. Um, yeah, this is fun. Give us some plugs. Yeah. We will definitely be back with part two um, later time. Uh, can't wait for the 2000s and on. That's going to be uh, super fun. Interesting. There's some there's some real good ones and there's some real stinkers in there. Can't wait for that. Lions, uh, lions. Yeah, God. Uh, <laughs> maybe I'll watch it again before we talk about it. Oh, I I got to watch Night and Day. That's the one we've talked about. I got to rewatch that to see. <sighs> He must have enjoyed fucking Cameron Diaz so much in Vanilla Sky that he's like, let's do it again. <laughs> Would you? I mean, come on. I mean, that's all they got to do in that movie. That's four times. You know what that means? It means I fucking murder your ass. Yeah. Yeah. He was respecting her. She was respecting the cock, apparently. Anyways. <laughs> her cock. <laughs> Give us some plugs. We're going to spoil a bunch of movies. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Uh, thanks for listening. As always, you can find us on Twitter or X at I seen it pod. Uh, Donnie's got his, uh, his reviews that he does online. You can read mm, some of these and much more on that at right. I seen it dot org org. Yes. Did it right. Um, otherwise we got some real fun stuff coming up here. So October is going to be a busy month. Right. It's scary. Super scary. Super. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Super. Thanks for having I, me. I have so many bad movies to watch in the next week. <laughs> Pray for me, please. <laughs> Everybody, we need to be praying for Jordan is uh and how his head is going to survive the next week with these bad movies. He says he's got to watch. So, yep. At least I get to go watch Kevin Bacon. Everything. <laughs> Kevin Bacon, six degrees of it. All right. All I'm right. rambling here. God's sake. Say goodbye. No. Toodly doodly do. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And bye. <laughs>